We are Chris and Katie, two Jesus girls lovingly referred to as two JGs, who want to share our hearts, our triumphs, and even our misses as we awaken to the gifts of the best. The B is for the Blessed Mother, E, Eucharist and other sacraments, S, Scripture and Saints, and T, Traditions of the Catholic Faith. You'll see how we wrap each episode around this simple and joyful approach to not only knowing our faith, but actually living it in our everyday lives. Let's get started. Have you ever considered the Eucharist to be a healing balm to your emotional health? Well, I don't know why I might not have considered this in the past, honestly, because Jesus is the divine healer, Katie. And what a beautiful thought to put into our minds as we approach the Mass. And I think our conversation today is going to be an invitation and an encouragement for us to receive Jesus in the Eucharist as often as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. I know we both have seen so many fruits of that. And I feel so blessed to be able to go to Mass during the week outside of Sunday to find that peace and that um, source that I need to move Mm -hmm. through my day. And I have shared before, too, that when my mom was sick, it's probably the hardest thing I've been through in my life. This is why I always go back to it. But when I would go to Mass and I was able to do it very frequently, it is where I really received the peace and the strength to walk that journey with Mm -hmm. her. So I'm so incredibly thankful for that. And honestly, when you talk about emotional well-being, that's what he was doing. Mm -hmm. I didn't even understand or realize that. But looking back just in this moment of our conversation, he was giving me the strength to walk with her and to endure that cross. Mm -hmm. But, But he also gave you the wisdom to talk about it now. Yes, and, you know? I, and I love that you were reading a book, Katie, and shared with me before we started just about Jesus and his humanity and when he was here. Can you share a little bit of that? So it was talking about that each time we receive Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, we receive the wisdom that he acquired each and every day of his life on earth. So all of the things that he encountered, situations on a human on human suffering, human joy, human triumph. You know, all those things we we go through as a human, mm-hmm. he experienced as well. And so it was saying that, the, that that wisdom is encapsulated in the Eucharist and that that is what we receive each time we receive him in the Eucharist. That wisdom. That wisdom. The wisdom to encounter and respond to all that we encounter in our daily lives. Mm-hmm. And what a balm, honestly, that is being given to us, to our hearts and to our souls and to our minds, because there is a lot going on in our worlds, in our own families and in our communities and the world. And the remedy for that is the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. Well, and you think about God is using us, right, to go out into the world and he has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And when we're a mess, how can we, you know, I'll speak for myself, but how then can I be of any help or um, any light to anyone outside? Because I know that when I'm my emotional, and and we want to be clear, we're, we're really talking about emotional health in this podcast today. We're not 
talking about mental health, but you know, our emotions, we, we have all a range of emotions as humans. And it, when my emotional health is a little fuzzy, sure. <laughs> I isolate. I don't like to see people. I don't like to go out. I don't like to do things. Sure. Or when we encounter them, we are so focused inwardly that we are not able to even encounter them mm -hmm. or see them as God sees them to see their need, to see how we right. might give light to their situation, to even be present to them in a way that can affect them positively. But that's what Jesus wants to do. Mm -hmm. He wants to fill us up with himself, his true body, blood, soul, and divinity. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Everything. We've got the fullness of Jesus that we receive in the Eucharist. And the the polls show today that, you know, over half of Catholics don't even believe in the true presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. And I would almost venture to say that I don't I don't know that they don't really believe it. My question would be, do they even understand it? Do they even know? Because speaking from my own personal mm -hmm. uh, life, I'm just full disclosure here. I was 40 years old before I knew that, that Jesus was truly present in the Eucharist, that that's what we believed as Catholics. And I, when I learned that and when it settled into my heart, I was, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. And the more I learned, the more I loved. And I would almost say it's such a strong desire in my life now. And mm -hmm. my life really did transform. I really think about it. Can speak from, from, from a point of authority. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're, you became more available for God and his purpose and plan. Because our availability is what I think is shut down when, when we are not seeking him to fill us up and to, to operate out of a place of his guidance. Right. Well, and you said something, Katie, that I think is really true, that we've lost, and I don't know how you said about how mystical our mm -hmm. faith is. Mm-hmm. You know, that we've lost sight of the supernatural right. and the beauty of that. We're so, and I don't know if the word is clinical or we need everything proven, but literally when, if we could go into mass with the disposition of, I am going to be present at one of the miracles of Jesus, mm -hmm. that I truly will be in his presence in an amazing way. Yes, Jesus is with us throughout our day. And yes, he is within us, of course. But when we go to Mass, the greatest prayer there is, and we are a part of the sacrifice of Calvary, we then can share it in the resurrection. Mm -hmm. And so I, I know in our family, my daughter specifically, only actually I do it with her now, uh, but when they were younger, I would I would say to them, you know, I know we all get distracted at Mass, but when it was time for us to kneel down and the Eucharistic prayer was getting ready to start, I would lean over, here comes the miracle. Like, get ready. Here mm -hmm. comes the miracle. I, I say it to myself now because I think when I say it to Bill, he's like, what'd you say? <laughs> and then we end up talking and I'm like, no, we're not talking. Um, but truly going in with awe and wonder. Mm-hmm. And expect to be transformed, right? And and letting our letting our minds embrace the mystical. I think now, of course, I have an attraction to that, so it's a little easier for me. And but I read a book once years ago that said, if we could just fold the wings of our intellect and enter into the mystical of our faith, 
that is where the Holy Spirit, we meet the Holy Spirit, you know, that is the Holy Spirit in and of itself is so mystical. And so, um, such an adventure. Right. It is. And it is an amazing adventure. And God wants to heal all that is broken in us. Mm -hmm. And we're all broken. We're all Mm -hmm. a little messy. (laughs) And we're not alone in that. But we are united with Him in such a way in the Eucharist where He truly enters into us in every way, physically, emotionally, spiritually, Mm -hmm. that He can and will heal all the wounds that really prevent us from being who he created us to be, right. from being that light in the world. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine if each one of us went out as living tabernacles, right? Because just like Mary held Jesus in mm-hmm. her womb, her body, just as the tabernacle holds the consecrated host, we too, for that time, are Jesus. We are the tabernacle, <laughs> that living tabernacle. I'm laughing because I'm thinking <laughs> something. But one time I went to mass like at noon and I literally wanted to go to um, McDonald's after mass. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, Jesus, you're probably still in my body. Like physically, I am a temple. Like, I don't think I should be putting <laughs> McDonald's oh in yet. Gosh, no, me, yeah, I love but McDonald's. I, but I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Don't tell Lexi that. I I mean, she prefers (laughs) you over me just for that reason. But when you were talking about that, I was thinking the temptation, I think, can be like we have to have it all together before we go to mass and we have to have our emotions in check. And, And the reality is that God wants us to come to him emotional. You know, he he wants he wants to meet us in all of those places unless we are in mortal sin, which, you know, is something we all have to, you know, do our examination of conscience for ourselves, but that God really wants us just to go in and instead of having that perfection or that, that thought of perfection, this book I was reading said, we really just want to encounter him with humility and hope. We, we don't have to walk in with perfection. Humility and hope. I mean, Katie, if you didn't say anything else, (laughs) but if we did walk in with all humility, God, you are God and I am not. Mm-hmm. And the hope of being transformed, but the hope of being healed, the hope of having the difficulties of life, that we are yoked to him, that he's walking with us, that he's talking with us, that he is right there, that there is such peace and so much hope in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is really beautiful. And I think she was linking hope and humility because it's the... It, it was the the hope of transformation is what leads to the humility. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, yes, we want to be transformed and, and we are transformed over time. Um, that repetitive receiving of the Eucharist because we are, well, back to that wisdom that we are, we are gaining him. We are gaining that wisdom of his and that whole idea of putting on Christ. I mean, that is what we're trying to to do. And we want him to fill us up with him and get rid of less of us, more of him. Right. Well, we have to empty ourselves in order to be filled with him. Mm -hmm. So that is, that takes humility to empty ourselves of our desires, our needs, our wants, and turn to God. And you fill me with what I need to accomplish your will. One of our favorite books is the Pieta prayer book. I know I'm not sure if everybody says it the same way, but the Pieta <laughs> prayer book, and it's one of the pages on 27. It says, why should I go to mass every day? 
And it says, For each Mass we hear with devotion, our Lord sends a saint to comfort us at death. He told this to St. Gertrude the Great. I love, Katie, you said you want to party. I do. (laughs) When the kids kind of, you know, kids will be kids and poke fun that I go to Mass every day. I'm like, well... I will have one more saint than you today Uh, at my party. See, (laughs) I love that. And to encourage that. And really, we are sharing these different things with you as an invitation Mm -hmm. to maybe find one more day during the week that you could attend Mass. And if you're a daily Mass goer already, just maybe a refocus of exactly what is happening, Mm -hmm. that sometimes things... um, that we do often, we lose sight of the incredible meaning of them. And so just to put on new spiritual Mm -hmm. eyes, that heavenly perspective of what you are doing and the grace that God is giving you to be able to have time in your day, to make time in your day for that. One of my other favorite saints too is St. Padre Pio. He had the stigmata and he said, every holy mass heard with devotion produces in our souls marvelous effects, abundant spiritual and material graces, which we ourselves do not know. I just think we don't know the incredible graces that are being poured down upon us. Mm-hmm. It goes on to even say, it is easier for the earth to exist without the sun than without the holy sacrifice of the mass. I love that. I thought that was really powerful. <laughs> and the other thing that I think is incredible to to understand too is your prayers are strongest at the consecration and Holy Mass. So when the host is being raised or the chalice is being raised, that is such a powerful time to take all of your needs mm-hmm. to Jesus. That when the priest, and that's what I love when a priest holds up mm-hmm. the host or the chalice mm-hmm. for a nice period of time. I have so many petitions. Well, I was going to say that sometimes it's like up and down and I'm like, okay, Lord, you know all my needs. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I do, I, I pray I'm in a season now where for the host, I'm praying for mercy for myself and for the entire world. And for the chalice, I pray for all priests and religious, that they may continue to help us know and love Jesus, and specifically for the priest who is celebrating that Mass. Mm, That's beautiful. So I just feel like, again, we've spoken about how important our priests are, and without them, we don't have the Eucharist. So we just want to continue to pray for our priests, but just know that it's an invitation Mm -hmm. from Jesus that He wants you to come to Mass. He wants you to come to adoration and sit Mm -hmm. with Him and really feel that peace and allow Him in to heal all of your wounds and celebrate with you too. I mean, we talk about all the the difficulties, but He also wants to celebrate with you. He wants to, to let you know that He hears you, He is with you, and He loves you so much. It says um, to, again, St. Gertrude the Great, each time we look at the most blessed sacrament, our place in heaven is raised forever. I love that. I hope that this conversation with Katie and I has encouraged you a little bit, that, that you feel it as an invitation, that you are seeking that wisdom, that you desire to to grow more in that wisdom because he wants to give it to us. Right. 
And we also hope you take this and and share it with others, that that urgency of receiving the Eucharist and being, you know, formed in our faith to receive the Eucharist, because it's such a gift to us that oftentimes can go not unnoticed, but well, underutilized. (laughs) Sometimes we're like, we look at our schedule, right? Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, what time are we going to go to mass? Where can I fit that hour in? I'm even speaking on a Sunday, like, okay, Mm -hmm. what time are we going? Because all of our other appointments are, are necessities that we think. But really, if we could turn our priorities around and schedule our day around the very source and summit of our faith mm-hmm. that can give us everything we need to to exist in our everyday lives because there is so much going on around us and we we need Jesus to direct our path and and if you don't yet believe that Jesus is really there if that's something hard for you to to really understand I guess I would I would encourage all of us mm-hmm. because we could all use an increase in faith, but pray that very simply. Right. Lord, increase my faith. Because it's a journey. None of us are there. None of us have arrived at that. And if we did, that's going to be when we're standing at the throne of God mm-hmm. after our death, you know, to sure. fully understand the mystery of what is happening in the Eucharist. And so I think even knowing that, knowing that this is a journey and we're approaching it as such takes the pressure off of, well, my faith might not be what I think it should be, (laughs) you know, whatever that is, it takes that pressure off and just allows us to pray for the grace of faith and appreciate where we are on our journey. Absolutely. To appreciate where we are, but to want more. Totally. You know, Mm -hmm. not to be satisfied. Well, you know, I have, have, I'm here and I believe this and that's Mm -hmm. good enough. No, like he wants to take us further. He wants us to experience even more. He wants to pour, I mean, he cannot be outdone in his generosity. Mm -hmm. I love that. And he wants to give us an abundant amount of grace that we need in our lives. Mm -hmm. And so just want to, again, reiterate, if you can, maybe just start baby steps, Mm -hmm. just maybe one more time a week to receive the Eucharist or stop by a chapel and just sit with the Lord for a minute and give him all the things that are on your heart, all of the people that you encounter during the day that he places before you mm-hmm. and to thank him for those opportunities that we are able to take him into the world. And that could actually be the prayer itself is, Lord, I, I desire this more. Help me find ways to incorporate this into my day or my week, yeah. whatever. Pray for the grace to f- even figure it out. I love that because we ask, he said, Mm -hmm. ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. Lord, open my day. You know, we look at our calendars and, you know, if you color code them, it's a color of the rainbow. And you're like, where would I possibly put that? And so ask the Lord to Mm -hmm. clear your schedule somehow, some way in order to um, be with him a little Mm -hmm. bit more in this way. And this incredible gift that he's given us of himself, of of his very self in the Eucharist. So thank you so much for being a part of our conversation today. We hope that it has just given you a spark of hope and joy to want to get to mass and to open our eyes to the spiritual amazement that is really happening before us, whether or not we actually see the body and blood 
of Jesus. He is there. And I actually, that reminds me, I do want to put on the AYF circle that video, Katie, that sister had yes, shared with us a couple mass. years ago about the mass mm-hmm. and what is happening, the spiritual realm that is happening in the mass. It is worth watching. So mm-hmm. we will make sure that we post that in the AYF circle. Might even be there. We need to look. Okay. Well, <laughs> Sounding familiar. familiar. Yes. But anyway, so um, everyone enjoy your week. Have an incredible encounter with Jesus at Mass this week. And we'll pray the St. Michael angel. St. Michael the Archangel. <laughs> the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Until next time, JGs, know your faith, love your faith, and live it. Hey, this is Katie. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode of the Two Jesus Girls podcast. If you want to go deeper, visit our website at awakenyourfaith.org and join our free AYF circle where we bring community, programs, and content together in one place.